All right, welcome to Yin Center. This is the Gray Brothers here, live from Greensburg, Pennsylvania. Not really live for recording this, but anyway, welcome to the show. <laughs> this is hello, Yin hello. Center. Hello. I am Cody Gray. I am Nevin Gray, and our guest today is Dan McCoy. Yep, he's hanging out with us in studio here. Hi. He's a, a longtime teammate uh, in sled hockey of both mine and Cody's, actually, and also a one-time Paralympic gold medalist and two-time world Worlds, champion. Yeah, two times. Two-time world champion in sled hockey. Mm-hmm. So, all right, yeah, a lot of a lot of good sports insight coming. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the main reason why we're why should you even listen to this show? I mean, you're going to get some good sports insights from one guest. But um, right. I think we actually do have some really exciting news here for everybody to uh, embrace. Uh, Neff, you want to yeah. tell, the, tell the people so, what's going on? What's going on? So, like Dan, uh, Dan, like I said, won a gold medal in 2014 in the Sochi Paralympic Games. And my goal is to uh, train over the next two years to hopefully make the 2026 Paralympic team Woo! and win a gold medal. 2026, and that would put you that would, Well, that would put age. me at age 29, and that would put me in, uh, what, 16, 15 years? Of, well, I guess give or take. With the U.S. program? Just trying to, like, get into the U.S. Mm-hmm. program, like the national level program, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know that I had spent uh, six seasons with the national development team. As long as, as well as... What man? We have twenty four seasons together with the Penguins, Mighty Penguins sled hockey program. Yeah, together. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So we got so. also in the house as well. We never mentioned Dan McCoy, Woo. who is the all time leader in Pittsburgh Mighty Penguins points, <laughs> assists, goals, hits, shots blocked, just about everything you can think of. Not saves. He's well. well I no, don't do that. He no. no. Not saves. Um, I shoot the puck at people. I don't. Block it. Believe me, I know that <laughs> <laughs> a little too yeah. well. So yeah, uh, yeah. So the 2026 Paralympic Games, they were going to be in Milan, Italy. Yep. And uh, giddy up, I want to get, I want to get to Italy. Oh. So I need a good reason to go to Italy. I was, and this yeah. is this is the best reason I can ever fathom <laughs> coming up with would be to come out and root for. It's a pretty damn good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and miss some, catch some mountains. Exactly. See, I'm not even watch your games. I don't care. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see Europe. If you're, <laughs> if you, if there's ever a moment when you're there that you're not eating pasta or pizza, I'm gonna be upset. Well, that's what you were that's saying earlier. Cold. Like, you, you probably wouldn't be able to compete exactly in, the, yeah. in those games because being Italian, mm-hmm. that's all you would just yeah. pick out on all of the pastas and everything you can. Yeah, my from. so my nana's mm-hmm. um. From Calabria, mm-hmm. yeah, which is like I think in the boot in the foot area, I think so. Um, but she grew up in like the hills of Italy, not like any city or anything. Right. So like she makes like authentic Italian, but like the dialect she mm. speaks isn't even spoken there really anymore. Oh, like Jesus, it's like going to like West Virginia or something and going into the hills and like you're not. Yeah, talk. you're just like yeah. Oh, you, okay, you like kind of know what not, they're saying, but yeah, it, it's completely different. Um, right? But yeah, the kind of food my nana makes um, probably isn't even made. Really, Jeez. So, yeah. So I don't know if I'd be able to like go over there and like again not be able to eat the food. Yeah. Um, I think that goes but, for just about anybody, though. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Italian or not. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and know, it's completely like, different. Not, like it's not obviously not Americanized. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. gonna just be just all the authentic, unreal, of yeah, it and just the atmosphere and uh, leaving the country to not go to Canada. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. always a plus. I like that. Not going to Canada is always a um, plus. So, Dan, tell us, um, while, you know, speaking of leaving the country and going to, yes. you know, these games, you went to the motherland. I did. Sochi, 2014. Indeed. So, what was that all like, man? Did you get some Russian oh. gas over there? Yeah, so, <laughs> that was, it was pretty crazy. So, it was like two and a half weeks, um, and I was there a week before my family was there. Um, so I guess like backing up, um, just a little bit about the story, um, like Nevin said, we've been playing together for like 24 years. I've been personally playing for like 25, give or take. Mm -hmm. Um, but the first time I got into sled, I cried. (laughs) I'm sure my parents remember, obviously like my, um, our coach Ray Harding, uh, he probably remembers, um, because his son, Zach Harding, uh, and I started around the same time. Like it really wasn't even that much 
earlier than Nevin, but like I always like to say, you know, started yeah, exactly. in ninety eight. Just he throws in that like little six month barrier there, yeah. like yeah, you I, know. I was in the sled, you know. It counts. Does it though? Because you were crying. Hey, I, I'm pretty sure I did not I was cry. Crying on the ice. Wasn't crying in the lock. Well, I cried in the locker room too, but I got on the ice. You know, I had to get pushed, but you know there was we, that. We anyway, come a long way. Exactly. You. Um. So from like four or five years old to eight years old. I was just kind of farting around, not crying as much. Um, but at eight years old, our um, old teammate Josh Wirt competed in 2002 in the Paralympics. Oh, yeah. Shout out, shout out to him. Yeah, he's, dude. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the, the OG of yeah. them, really, when it comes down to it. This in just Western PA for sled hockey. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Living in he's Holidaysburg. Literally. Yeah. OG he's another one you guys got to definitely get on. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll get him. Um, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, so I saw him in 2002. Um, I was actually at a tournament in Canada with my brother's hockey team where we were watching, uh, I think it was like the TSN or whatever other sports channels they have. They had sled hockey on, and we saw him win the gold medal. And I, apparently I looked at my parents and said, this is what I wanted to do with the sport as an eight-year-old kid. And most of the time, eight-year-old kids are like, I want to be an astronaut, or I want to be a doctor, or, right. like, you know, whatever. At one point, I think I remember I wanted to be a used car salesman. <laughs> Not even like a brand-new car salesman, just used. Shout-out Kenny Ross Ford. There it is. Uh, give me a call. I can set you up with an appointment. 724-359-4501. Great ad read. And thanks, Perfect Dan, for that plug, transition. Dan. There you thanks go. For See, that transition. wasn't even planned. It was, that was wonderful. <laughs> Thank you for that. So back to the uh, being in the hotel with your parents and brother. Yeah. I, I remember being in Canada with you a couple of years after that. Mm-hmm. And we were watching the U.S. and Canadian national teams play. Yeah. And one of the Canadian guys was behind the net. Oh. With, with, <laughs> With an American guy. Exactly that. And the American guy had the puck, and Mike Hallman, Mm -hmm. uh, he had the puck and was skating out behind his net, and a guy by the name of Billy Bridges came around the other end of the net and literally clotheslined him, Mm -hmm. just straight-armed out. Yep. Your mother turned around, got very close to you, finger right in your face. Yep. You are never playing again. Yeah. And what, less than 10 years later or so, maybe 10, 12 years later, you had a gold medal? Yep. Yeah, so um, my mom was, you know, the typical mother of a kid in sports where, like, she didn't care if we won or lost. She just didn't want to see me get hurt, which, like, I never really sustained, like, super bad injuries, like, anything like that. Thankfully, yeah. But, no, I mean, I've, you know, gotten sleds to the face with my helmet, like, pushed up in my head. I've gotten sled to the jaw, stabbed a bunch of times, like, all this kind of stuff. Um I got concussed pretty good. Yeah, Cody's gotten uh, a few good concussions. I've been stabbed in the neck by my own teammate sitting to my right. Zach. (laughs) Don't blame him. He's not here to defend himself. Exactly. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, was you. It was an accident. You should have been wearing a neck guard. How many stabbings? He's a, he stabbed um, me too. Oh yeah, I've been still. he he stabbed me once in the neck, and I I was wearing a neck guard at the mm. time. It wasn't in um, the right spot though. No, it 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 was in the exact <laughs> correct spot. You yeah. just somehow had so much force behind it that that's he, a bit of a little bit of a mark. Heat of the moment, you know. Yeah, exactly. things happen exactly. But um, yeah, going back that. to that to that moment, um, that was in Windsor or London. No, that one, that one was in London. London. Okay, yeah. yeah, I remember that exact moment. Yeah, she turns around at me. She's like, "You're never playing at this level," and I was like, "What? I, I'm Again, not that kind of player." We were like but, eight, ten years exactly, old. Yeah. So it was like okay, and it wasn't even just really like the hit. Thinking. It was the two biggest guys on yeah, either team. Yeah. So that was both of I'm, them bigger than I am right now. By and, a significant and I'm, margin. I'm, yeah, I'm right now sitting at a good 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. those guys had to have been a good 220. So let's yeah. let's talk about. I mean, your actual shot, like so, like I mean, we're kind of looking. I was kind of checking out the rosters today yeah. for the 23 team, and a lot. I mean, there's a lot of great young players in the game mm-hmm. right now. There is a lot yeah, of, that's, uh, a lot of like 99 and 2002, and like just yeah. like little babies. And I mean, we remember watching Declan. Yeah. And, I can and Brody I, Roy Ball. So yeah, yeah, if you guys ever get a chance to to see sled hockey games, Declan Farmer, the greatest player to ever play the game. I um, knew that when he was like seven years so old. So I can I can honestly say though, I was better than Declan Farmer at one point for probably the first practice of his first camp in his first year on the national team. I was gonna say he was like fourteen and you were like twenty, exactly. I do believe. Yeah. But you know, I can still say <laughs> I was better than him at one point. But yeah. he was also able to use both hands and I it took me a solid like two years to figure out which hand was his dominant hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's unreal. He's so unreal kid. Yeah. But yeah, you know, you're making your run for it. That's 
you're going to be in yeah. some, some good company. So there. he's going to well, be. So he, you know, he's going to be around. Yeah. You know, Brody Roy Ball's yeah. going to be yep. around. Like you know, those guys aren't going. They have a young team. They have yeah, a very young team. Very, but, yeah. but there are a couple of guys that did, did intrigue me because you know because with looking at 26, mm-hmm. um, got, got a couple guys with 80s, 1980s something birthdays. Yeah, uh, yep. Brandon Adam, Travis Dodson, Josh Misowich. Uh, all forwards there, mm-hmm. and then uh, even some early '90s birthdays. Yep. Brody's, Brody's uh, counterpart, Kevin McKee. Mm-hmm. He's yep. gonna be getting up there come 26. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Douglas yep. and uh, Spudsy, Josh Pauls, like yeah. all of them. They're Here's the thing with Spudsy, though. I, he's I mean, gonna be around. I don't think he's yeah, going anywhere either. I think he really can't move anymore. Exactly. He's, he's gonna be. Guy. He's this generation's Joe Howard. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. he's just he's you're he's gonna be in his forties. Oh, he has that demeanor and that work ethic mm-hmm. too. Exactly. Yeah. And so he does I was, not quit. I was actually trying out. Um, so like I made the un, it was called the under twenty team at the time mm-hmm. in like two thousand seven. It wasn't even taken over by USA Hockey. Um, the development team for the Paralympic team, but um, I made that team. And my first experience with Josh Pauls, the current captain of the Paralympic team, was we, my first trip with the team was in Madison, Wisconsin. And this is when I met like Erica, Kevin, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. McDevitt, all those guys, a bunch of guys um, through the USA Hockey program. And my first experience with Spuds, um, really with um, anybody without you know both legs as a double amputee, he put himself in a Coke machine. Or like a, a Pepsi, like a, or a pop machine, I guess. Um, it was one of those with like this, the just gla- like a vending machine, the clear glass yeah. door. It had the clear glass door. They took out the um, shelves, and he just put himself in there and acted like he was stuck. So they were just periodically having people come through into this room, and he was just like banging on the glass and everything. <laughs> he did that for so long, he broke the machine because his body heat just like caused the machine to malfunction, so it just broke. <laughs> it was the funniest. Oh, it was it was hilarious. So one of that machines ever been the Samsons then? Exactly. Yeah, probably yeah. not. No. No. So, but um, that, uh, I was going to say, um, I spent two years on that team, and then at um, sixteen, I made the uh, national team. And every year, you have to try out. Still to this day, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so just because you're on it one year doesn't mean you're going to be on it the next. Yeah. Um, so from sixteen to twenty, uh, I you know tried out every year. Was you know blessed to make it every year, um, and. Obviously, you were around for those kind of things. I probably yeah. didn't treat everyone the way I probably should have. Um, I don't think we had any issues. I, 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 I just mean, remember being very angry at times and just yelling at people growing up. Um, so I kind of listen. I wasn't even on the yeah. national team, and I was doing that shit. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. you are fine. But no, yeah. um, I mean, that was a lot of pressure, though. I mean, you think yeah. yeah I mean, you're a young kid, and honestly, say you were the face of sled hockey in in, in at least mm-hmm. the state of Pennsylvania, if yeah. not Pennsylvania. The probably what. The mid American dude, you're on a of... fucking Pramani Brothers wall in the <laughs> in south the side, south and you're gonna side. be there for forever with Josh Ward. Josh and I are next to Joe Manganello and Joe Manganello. Yeah, that's awesome. Didn't even know who that was until like after that thing aired. Uh, and man, rock. They were like, "Yo, you're oh, next God, to yeah." They, they were like, um, "Yo, you're next to Sophia Vergara's husband." I'm like, "Who is that? <laughs> Who's Sophia Vergara?" Yeah, like, huh? <laughs> what? Um, so then I looked it all up, and I was like, "Wow, didn't realize he was from Pittsburgh." Um, but, yeah, that was just, like, one of the things that you never thought would happen. But right. just the fact that, like, having Josh and I – and this was before I even got the Paralympic gold medal. I was asked to be on that um, – on the wall. That was after um, the Norway uh, oh, 20, 2012 Worlds. So they were like, oh, my gosh, he has a gold medal. When, like, I was trying out. I, I don't know, know about you, but, like, growing up, we always, like, want to just get a Paralympic gold medal. We didn't right, even think yeah. about, like, Worlds or anything. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's... So the two Worlds that um, I think you mentioned earlier that I was in, um, those are just bonus. Right. right. Yeah. So the fact that I got this, like to be on Permani's uh, wall for just getting a world medal, which, you know, just, you know, a world's gold medal, like a lot of people would think like, oh, you know, must be nice kind of thing. But um, again, it's a it's a huge blessing. and I don't take it lightly and I don't think I'm like better than anyone for it. It's just like, again, a huge blessing and a bonus for it. Uh, but it's funny to to go in there and like always see people sitting next to it. And I haven't gone in there much, maybe like three times total. But always wanting to sit next to the picture and like not wanting to be a dick or anything and like kick people out of the spot. I would just be like, "Hey, be like I'm in a wheelchair. I want this seat." Yeah, be like, "Hey, that's me." <laughs> you but, see this face? It's right beside you. <laughs> meanwhile, the the all the uh, portraits, especially like mine, look like Jay Leno. With oh the, yeah, with the yeah, chain and everything. yeah, it's hilarious. I think that, yeah, but um, again, the, all of that is kind of bonus. And uh, growing up, I just wanted that gold medal, right? Um, yeah, and yeah we the were, Paralympic gold. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and we were talking about it. Like you and I were kind of the the leading scores for a solid, what, like 10, 12 years. Yeah. At least. And then, and then, well, so 
you were Cody was kind of alluding to it earlier that at one point and you as well were alluding to it, but at one point you were probably one of the best players in the world. Well, if so, not like in this, at least in this general area. I mean, in all to a team guess, USA in this country, I don't think it's like I feel like if you're like the best in the world, like yeah, you gotta it's like be once like you one make of the top, that, like. Yeah. Being like top ten and like I mean you might get like one or two Canadian guys anymore yeah. that are like kind yeah. of in that mix, but yeah. I mean it, for the most part like the top players like still in the world. Declan, yeah, and, oh and yeah, they, they're still Declan. American. Yeah. Like no, but I mean like and, uh, so um, at the time Tyler Karen the fucking he's mound of muscle. Exactly. Like, he was solid fucking, muscle. Oh yeah. god, yeah, dude. So like my <laughs> so I didn't tell you how that kind of all ended up playing out after what? that. So I think he ended up like actually like shuffling like my fucking skull. Oh over. my gosh! Yeah, he was one of the ones that like, and that's why like like all the head stuff like because like and then like well, I it had, was from like, him. Well, I was also I thought it was like a wreck. combo, of just like a bunch of different concussions. probably a bunch yeah. of them. But I think like ultimately that one might have been the one that like either like threw like the skull like slightly out of whack Jeez. or something. But yeah, like, that, I mean it doesn't surprise me. But holy crap, yeah, he's a he was one of the ones dude. on the team. I would have rather gotten hit by like Mike Hallman or Taylor Chase. Oh yeah, rather than hit, Tyler Karen. I've been hit by Taylor Chase. Yeah, and it's I've, not fun. I would rather be hit by Taylor Chase again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because Tyler like he he's just solid muscle. Yeah, he was like, not Taylor's really lean, cool. but like he's got. You know, some you know he's got some fat on him, a little bit, very yeah. little. Because our heads, but meant, exactly, yeah, and right, ta- the one right on each other. And, and Tyler, like, you could it. see his like hands coming up every time he like came. Yeah, anytime you. he starts to hit, he just brings both hands yeah. straight up. I so, think I even caught him a bit by surprise because oh, I yeah. don't think because you guys saw it better than I did. Mm-hmm. And then he was I, Nevin. You were just like. He's I knew right away that was it. Yeah. the last one. Yeah. Yeah. No, there were very few players I would like skate off of a check from, but it was like him, Taylor Chase, and like Nico Landeros. Yeah. I was yeah, just like, I, I would not try to hit it. Nico and uh, it would just not go well. <laughs> yeah. The Speaking first time of- I got hit by Nico was his first um, year trying out where he made the national team after mm-hmm. he went to um, the camp. Right. And my first hit, I remember it pretty clearly. I tried to hit him. Um, I tried to forecheck on him and hit him coming out of the zone. He made like a, a little like swivel, like a little um cut, really sharp, and all I caught was like my arms on his shoulder, and both my sticks went flying. Do you remember the time we were at the NHL Sled Classic playing Colorado, and Nico has the puck and he comes out from behind the net, mm. and Zach of all people goes <laughs> and is right on him. Zach's pressuring him, perfect job on the forecheck. And then he starts skating towards the bench. I need a change. I need a change. I'm cut. I'm yeah. cut. Yep, and his Ray, dad, his looks, dad yeah. looks over and goes, "Are you bleeding?" And Zach goes, "No." He goes, "Get the fuck back out there!" <laughs> and Zach goes, "Okay." So after the game, we get back in the locker room. We're all changing and everything. Zach takes his chest protector off, and it fucking looks like Wolverine got him from one side of the yeah. chest to the other. I mean, he had what six pick marks across like his that. chest, yeah. and they were pretty there was, deep. There was a, a, a few that were really deep. Yeah, yeah, um, I mean, but. But Zach, um, so all three of us, Zach, Nevin, and I, all have spina bifida. Yes. Um, different levels. Different. Um, I think you and I are the same. L3, L4. Either the sa- yeah, the same or like very similar. Very similar, yeah. yeah. Um, but Zach is a little higher. He's got thoracic yeah. spina bifida. And if you don't know what spina bifida is, it's just pretty much the easiest way to describe it is there was a hole in our back. Um, or Google from birth. It. Yeah, from, yeah, you can Google it. It's pretty intense in some <laughs> cases. So have there, fun with that. There will be a trigger warning for some people, I'm sure. Uh, we'll but edit that out. We don't do trigger warnings here. No such thing as trigger warnings. <laughs> it's America. Uh, Sorry, not not on Yin Center. There is no trigger warnings on Yin Center. If you can't handle it, then fair enough. Too bad. This is what I, this listen. is what him and I. Well, yeah. me and him and I were born with. But so, um, so there was like, a hole in our back. Like our spines were literally exposed um, by like a myelin sheath kind of thing. Um, so Zach's uh, back has like a ledge on it. So like it's kind of difficult for him to breathe sometimes and. Um, his, where he can feel like where his nerves connect are way higher than Nevin or I's right. um, nerves. So I think he felt it like it was just where he could feel, but it wasn't like a full blown, like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? Cause he still went out. Yeah, and He skated. still continued to play, play the game yeah. after that. But we got in the locker room and it was like, oh yeah. my gosh, dude. Like it was bloody. We everywhere. all were laughing. Cause yeah. it was just like, I can't believe that you yelled at your son like that. And yeah. then come to find out he's just like ripped to shreds. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was wild. That was, that was nuts. But I'm, there's a ton of those kind of stories out there. Like that we, we've had growing up. And to me, that's the funnest part, even more than like the medals and like traveling different places. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, just, just those kind of little moments 
Oh man. So the camaraderie. That's why, like, they they hear like spitting chiclets, and that's why that's taken off. Just hearing like some of these NHLers just getting their goofy tales out there, like Jeremy Roenick. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and I think that. And you guys are probably even wilder than them oh, because, yeah. like, you take each other's fucking legs and go exactly. do some goofy yeah. shit so with them. And do you remember? And everyone part. thinks like I'm like this evil, evil motherfucker. But then, I'm, you meanwhile, you're the ones encouraging me to take Eric's legs. I was gonna and say. Shit. So I was gonna <laughs> bring that story yeah. up. Yeah. Do you remember that in oh, Cleveland? Yeah, so absolutely. we were playing in a tournament one time, and this team we didn't have enough dressing rooms, so this one team is getting dressed in a party room and they had a TV that was hanging up and it had like a little ring around the outside of it. Mm-hmm. So we go into there, into there and we're all good friends. We had known each other for quite a few years at this point already. So we go in there while the other team's playing. We take this one kid's prosthetic legs mm-hmm. and we hang them up from the ring around the TV. Somebody, I don't know if somebody had broken a stick or what. So mm-hmm. somebody's grandfather comes walking in realizes there's a pair of prosthetic legs hanging from that Cody duct tape uh, yeah, up on Cody the TV. of all people. Cause well, you were the only one that could reach. Yeah, he was the only one that could stand yeah. cause he was already like six foot at the time. Yeah. But so, and then he, he sees that he, I guess whoever he was with was relatively new to sled hockey. Mm-hmm. Didn't understand the jokes behind it, whatever. Yeah. Took him down. Mm-hmm. Well, that just made us go 10 times harder. Oh yeah. Yeah. So then we used probably what a whole roll of duct tape and just, duct taped them to a wall. Yep. And then waited for them to come back in after the game. And the kid and his dad both thought it was hysterical. Yeah, exactly. That's, and I that's think the that's, thing that like, honestly, I think, um, just getting a little personal, but, but, uh, so I'm a personal trainer as well, as you guys both know, but shout um, out Dan McCoy fitness, Dan McCoy fitness. Dan McCoy fitness. Dot com. Bam. Dan McCoy fitness on Instagram. Yeah. Dan McCoy fitness. Dot com. Took me a long time to figure out the name. It was a, it was a tough one. It, I'm sure I, I was up uh, quite a few nights. Yeah, thinking of that, it just kind of came to me. In Why a didn't we just call this podcast like Two Grays Podcast or something? Yeah, you exactly. know, it could have been just as easy as Dan. Oh well, anyways. Yeah, go ahead. Exactly. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but um, something along the lines. I think maybe just because I don't know, maybe back oh, yeah. when I, in so, my day when I was in the game, like. I didn't give a fuck who you were. Exactly. I was still going to give well, you no, some razzing every now and then. <laughs> yeah, that, actually, that reminds me of what I was going to say. That's how we grew up. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we grew up, like, growing up, I always would tell people, like, back when I made, like, the under-20 team, now the development team, and, like, the national team, this thing that my parents would always tell me is it's a blip on your radar, but it's not who you're going to be, and it's not your ultimate purpose. And throughout all of that, it was, um, you know, this kind of thing where I, I always would think to myself, all right, I have an able-bodied mindset. Right. Right? Meaning that, okay, yeah, my feet don't work, but, and like, I don't have any like hamstring innervation barely, and um, the nerves in my calves aren't connected, whatever. Use what you have, right? And I think that's kind of, it's sort of talked about today, but in a like, in a like kind of condescending, demeaning manner, meaning yeah, like, absolutely, like, oh, use what you have, like, like, um, that I'm not gonna say her name, but the woman outside. Oh, like, yeah, you know, you're an inspiration. Oh, like, yeah, okay, no, this might actually be the trigger warning. I don't know if they'll be cool with this. So. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, we got to be real. Honestly, like, I mean, that's I, the only dude, way. I'm real too. I'm just yeah, saying. Like, that's just it. Well, but mean, just like, no. So much for monetization. My, Goodbye. No, no, my, my whole. Um, it's one episode. No, my whole point <laughs> is. No, it's not even like that bad. I don't think. My no, whole point no. is like, don't treat. We're the ones that are disabled. We should be able to say it. Exactly. You know no, I mean? but yeah, you guys can say don't, it. It's the truth. No, but don't treat people with disabilities like they're completely broken or useless or like it's an inspiration for them to just get out of bed. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Like what, what kind of bar is that setting for the person if you tell them they're doing a great job just for moving? Yeah. Like just I mean, for moving around. Well, I mean. You got to be able to challenge yourself. Just aside from her. I, I Even just so like I, I, I pushed here to the studio exactly, this yeah. morning and like I thought that was just sick. on the way was here dope. like I people were like oh man like so so Cody you know pushing uh, up the hill the, to get here well yeah so I had to actually do two hills Cody you know okay. the, the the hill up from Lynchfield uh, Lynchfield up to the trail up there to the five star trail that one alone most people like have a hard time walking up yeah yeah and like two or three people just put me after I got up onto the trail from pushing that they were like Man, that's a workout, huh? Just mm-hmm. doing that, and I literally was like, "Yeah, I'm about to go push up into town now, too." Mm-hmm. And they were just like, Whoa, "You got to do what you got to do." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's I'm I'm I all for get like a workout in anyhow." So, like I said, I'm a personal trainer, so like I am trying to like motivate people right. to like get moving and all that. But my whole thing is like it's it's kind of a balance, right? Like you don't want to you don't want to like 
tell someone that, oh my gosh, they're inspiration just for moving. But if you see someone doing something cool that obviously takes a lot of like skill and like effort and all that oh, yeah. and motivation, like obviously tell them they're doing a good job, but not because you think they shouldn't be doing that because they have a disability. Yeah, exactly. Right? No, just be like, oh, that's adorable. And it comes from the family. Like we grew up different. Yeah. Differently, like in different areas. Like right. in Fox yeah, Chapel. Fox Chapel. Like, Kind of similar too. Like our families didn't treat us like we were broken. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like our houses shit. were not d- yeah. ADA My approved. My house is still not ADA approved. Yeah. I and honestly, I don't know about you. Anything. I wouldn't want it any any no, other way. I, the amount of people that I see out and walking around town, and they're like, "Oh, you got to put a motor on that thing." Yeah. I'm like, my arms are my motor. Yeah. No, honestly, like, the only thing I'd do I, to my chair is put a blinker on it, like blinkers to like tell people which I way am I'm turning. The motor. I am the motor. Yeah. But um, I am the machine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bert Kreischer. Um, <laughs> My shirt's on. <laughs> um, no, but it, that's one of the things, like, as a trainer, I'm trying to not really change the opinions of able-bodied people, but try to change the mindset of people with disabilities to get out of that mindset that they've been told from people either in their family, friends, society, whatever. Yeah. And I'm not a big one to say, like, oh, society's ruined. Because, like, right. ultimately, you're in charge of what gets into your brain and how you live your life. You are, yeah, right? right, but I feel like society's also kind of at the point where, like, They'll give you any kind of pass to exactly, and honestly, create your excuse to. I'll be the first one to say I've taken advantage of it, like knowing right. my full capabilities. But like, I'll take a handicap spot any day. Yeah, right? exactly. Like just farting around, uh, but sometimes I will like park as far as away as possible because to to me, like having a manual chair, right? We actually have an easier time. Oh yeah, um, so much getting easier. through because like we can just push through the parking lot, and yeah. for us, we have like the the fitness mindset, right? Right, so we're trying to like challenge ourselves. Exactly, that's how we see it, and like I get that you know not everyone's like that, or not everyone has that ability. But kind of going back to what I was saying a few minutes ago, use what you have, right? Right, and that's the whole thing of like getting to the Paralympics, and Aaron, that you're going for another run. Um, you know, we're never we were, I was I was on the third line for most of my like time on the team on right. the national team i think the first couple of years i was like kind of fluctuating between the first and second but it was a different team at the time and i was yeah, like absolutely. one of the fastest players like maybe my second yeah. and third year that, yeah. was, that was a very yeah. evenly stacked team yeah. compared um, to today's team exactly yeah that's one way to put it and, yeah. I, and that's <laughs> why i think i think you could bring in a really nice different element to the team yeah. where you yeah. could be like that nico type of monster that could honestly just like fucking hammer people not even not not making fat shaming or anything but like you got the size and you know how to use it well, that's what i mean yeah. So yeah i was i was talking to ethan the other day and uh i was telling him like i i I'm down to like what, except like 199, 198, something like that. Nice. I think if I get down to about 175, 170, then you could probably, be a really nice like. I'm at 175 right now. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I I feel like that's about ideal yeah. because I don't want to get too small. Mm-hmm. I'm but, trying to get to like 150, and then so when you're on a cut, just kind of getting into some fitness stuff. When you're going onto a cut or like you're trying to drop pounds, trying to cut weight. Yeah. Yeah. So like when you're trying to cut weight. Um, a good rule of thumb is always try to get like five to 10 pounds lower than your goal maintenance weight. Because once you go from cutting to maintenance, there's going to be a rebound and you're going to gain some weight back, whether it's fat or muscle or water, whatever Um, you're going to gain some weight back. So don't like try to stop at the number that you want to maintain. Try to go a little lower Mm -hmm. um, because you know, it'll be easier to maintain the the number you want um, after that. But yeah, I think if you get down to 175, you're going to be a, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I already have, a pretty decent amount of speed. You're like, actually a fat boy. My dad, um, Ray, and I uh, three are C's thick. always exactly. That's how you gotta live. Three C's <laughs> thick. That should be the, the tagline for the show. Oh, maybe. Three Anyways, C's your dad, th- and Ray. That has nothing to do with anything. But. <laughs> it's, it's still a pretty good episode idea. Exactly. I especially um, like it since I'm writing that down. I'm writing that down. There you go. Three C's thick. Um, no, but my dad and I, like, uh, and Ray, have talked like over the years when like you've had your like health issues and like right. you've taking some time off. Yeah. You can. Literally take as much time as you want off, and you don't get any worse. Yeah. Like, you don't, I, I you, don't you might like, feel like you lose speed or, like, energy or, like, endurance or whatever, but, like, you just maintain so freaking well, it's unreal. So, I mean, the only thing that I can really attribute that to, I think, is just, it's, like, it's muscle part of memory your blood at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's part of your playing since I was, mm-hmm. you know, since we were, what, three, four years old. Yeah. For most kids, like, it's, riding a bike is, like, that one yeah, thing. You, yeah, you don't even think about it. Well, like, and that's, no, that's definitely, like, a um, anatomy, physiology, like, exercise science, like, um, uh, like, concept. Right. Of, like, mm-hmm. muscle memory and all that. That's definitely a thing. But it's just, like, even your your hockey IQ, like, your the game never slows down for you. That's, I, I, that's but, impressive. But to that, uh, I mean, I just... Or I'm, I'm just absorbing yeah. as much hockey as I can, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, it sounds cliche, but 
I, I don't think you can watch enough hockey and learn exactly. enough. Yeah. I mean, it's you, you think of people like Sidney Crosby, Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, you know, mm-hmm. uh, all these guys at, at any at any sport. Yeah. There is they're at that pinnacle. They're constantly studying what they can do to get better. Mm-hmm. And I will agree with that and because how, you annoy the shit out of me with just like all the different random hockey topics that you bring yeah. up. I'm like, dude, it's July. Like, I, <laughs> like I'm, a, I'm trying to play golf right now and you are blowing me up about like Jason Spezza getting hired. I didn't see that until this morning, actually. So you're just that. on your you're back slow. swing. You're I on your was, back swing on slow. like a, a par five or something. And uh, he just yells, go as you're on your back swing. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, he doesn't go golfing with me. He, he, he should. should. You should drive the cart. I think we all know how that ended the last time. Yeah, I you guys need to come to the golf outing. I will be there. He cannot make it. Why? Pittsburgh Mighty Penguins golf outing. Yeah, buddy. June 24th, right? Yep. Out in... Uh, Export PA? Export PA, I, I yeah. can't remember the name yeah, of the... not the same one. It's always, no. Uh, yeah. Can't remember the name of the, name of the course, but... but um, shout out to It'll be in the for, show notes. Exactly. So <laughs> Adding more shout work out for to you. The, yeah. <laughs> Cody can handle that. Um, fine. Just, uh... I, we have fun. I got we'll, nothing we'll to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but kind of getting back into the... Um, I don't know. Just trying to provide value for people. Right. Um, so the, the whole experience, if we both... Um, but kind of speaking to my own personal experience, if my parents would have raised me to see myself as like, oh, I'm not going to be able to achieve something just because my feet don't work. Right. Or like just because I'm in a wheelchair and people are going to look at me differently. Honestly, I don't know about you, but I don't notice when people look at me like weird or like angrily or like um, if they look at me in like a condescending manner. Right. I just kind of laugh to myself when I get any looks. I'm like, yeah, I wonder, if I, if I I wonder what somebody. they think of like us pushing up a, a hill or something. Right. Yeah. You, you got to think of it positively. Like, how am I impacting that? person's like mindset or yeah, that like, person's outlook it's not like i'm out here doing this to like try and push other people yeah. to live a healthier life or you know work out or like you're trying to be just occasionally like show you show yeah, you i'm not trying to like off. show off yeah. but i figure i had you know what the hell i had to get a workout in today well mm-hmm. it's no different than like just the guy that's running just exactly. to, or, yeah. the, or the psycho biker guy yeah. like the bicyclist guy who would oh, always uh, fucking yell at you right here yeah, of yeah, course that yeah, one. Crazy <laughs> oh, this dude, like, this guy around, damn. Like, on Route 30, yeah. just on a bike. Like, the, just, like, the most major highway in this town, this small town, this guy's riding his bicycle, flipping you off. Oh like, you're gosh. in the wrong when he's driving on Jeez. a And a, it's not a, one a, of those a, a car um, highway. electrical bikes either. It's just have, like, this is a pedal yeah, bike. It's a, it's a yeah. regular pedal bike. So he's I think he's in jail for good now. I think he is, too, because, like I said, I'm pretty sure he was throwing rocks at cars and stuff. He's probably still riding his bike in there, though. He would come into Shop and Save when I worked there in high school, and he would, like, like buy like one banana and then be like, why is this banana? And then I don't know. Yeah, we had a, a guy like that. A is nuisance. that shop and save near the one church? It's closed now. It's okay. going to be a big old I know family a shop entertainment and center. I don't know if there's like some sort of like. It said it was going to open There soon. was a shop it's and save in Young open. Okay. I don't know. But um, anyway, to get to any level, like any high level of anything, to make any sort of USA team or like any team in general, you have to have a good support system. Right? Like, like we wouldn't have been able to get to our levels oh, of, yeah, of no. hockey without like our parents, like motivating us without our siblings, motivating us, all that kind of stuff without our coach, Ray um, Harding. Shout exactly. Out Ray, yeah. Over the last 24, 25 years yeah. dealing with our shit as you guys can exactly. now hear. And Ray, like God bless him. I don't know how he's put up with us for so long, but he just kind of takes it all in stride. And it's like, it, he's, he's a second dad to us, honestly. Yeah, he absolutely is. Yeah. I mean, the we stuff wouldn't be that, here without him. No, sure. the stuff we've done to him over the years, just the pranks we've pulled mm-hmm. on him and stuff. And it's not like he's got this vast knowledge and experience with hockey. No, like, he he's learning like, along with us. So, he, I mean, Ray basically knew nothing about the sport of hockey in general mm-hmm. when he first started coaching yeah, us, let exactly. alone sled hockey. The ultimate volunteer dad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. And I, yet he, uh, and, he's the one that's organizing the golf outing every year, too. And, and, and also, shout out to the Mike. Penguins president Dan's dad Mark McCoy also hey. an assistant coach for the last 24 years of the Pittsburgh Mighty Penguins he's an ass coach <laughs> me too you are <laughs> an ass coach I mean ass coach um, no but seriously like you, you don't get to those levels without some sort of support right with it so you're never like self-made if exactly. that makes sense right so yeah. like you always have support you always have to make it to any any of those kind of levels and you always have to have that mindset of like, okay, there are things that I can't do, but I'm not going to focus on those. I'm just going to focus on what I can do. And if the things that I can't do hinder uh, what I can do, then I'll try to work on it right. and like try to get better. Like, for example, I'm terrible at math. 
I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm gone. Yeah, yeah right? And it, that's a, like, that's a spina bifida hydrocephalus Exactly, thing, yeah. Right? Um, but I don't want to always use that as an excuse Exa- of, like, right. why I can't do some things. But there's just, you know, some aspects it does affect. Right. Right? Um, yeah, it's just out of our control. Yeah, but there's so many, like, uh, in the medical system, like, um, I'm working in... Um, as a personal trainer at uh, the Spina Bifida Association or mm-hmm. the Spina Bifida Hospital here at the adult clinic here in Pittsburgh. And not just in Spina Bifida, but in all medical system, it's always what is the worst case scenario right. instead of what is the best case scenario. Whereas like my doctor, Dr. Rigel, is really the doctor that kind of saved my life right when I was born. Mm-hmm. He told my parents, all right, obviously all these terrible things that these other doctors were saying could happen, right? Of yep. like, you know, it, it affecting the family, like, you know, I don't know, husband and wife relationships, that kind of thing, like older, younger siblings getting affected, like emotionally. Yeah, um, I mean. Like physically, whatever. But here's what could go right, and let's focus on that stuff. Exactly. So that's like, I think that's what um, families should really focus on. Um, And kids should focus on too. Like when you go into school, there's like a lot of bullying and stuff that goes Mm -hmm. on. I was very blessed. I never got bullied. But I think it's because I started sled hockey so young and I was like working out, so to speak. Right. Um, Everybody else at Fox Chapel knew that you were the most athletic kid. Exactly. In that yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they knew that you I was the only kid. This, was kid the only is, kid. this kid's better at me th- at this than I can than anything else I could ever hope to do yeah. in my life. Well, and that's kind of something you and I were just talking about the other day. Yeah. You had sent me something and uh, something about the Olympics, mm-hmm. and it was just like, yeah, you know, like a lot of people, even even still now, because I graduated almost ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, just. Kids, kids with disabilities shouldn't be beating the greater population exactly. of able-bodied like, students like with, in physical fitness tests. Able-bodied no folks, if if y'all are listening out there, we're using our arms, right? Strictly our, our arms. legs don't work well. Well, your legs work better than mine. I got quads and like half a hamstring. That's all I'm working with. I here. have and like hips. Hey but, man, everybody's got something to exactly. go through. They could have got exactly. their head shifted by a monstrous. Well, that's mound sounds, of meat. That sounds muscle. like a, a th- you problem. I think I would rather have my legs not work, though. <laughs> that's a you problem. I mean, no, absolutely. No, it's better. It's <laughs> a lot better now. My chiropractor has been go. amazing. There you go. <laughs> Just don't get him to crack your neck where like a piece yeah, of your bone goes into your not. spinal cord. Let's not do that one. Oh, this guy's. Uh, my my girlfriend got me hooked on this guy, okay. and he is oh, dear. the best in the area. And it's oh yeah, oh boy. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, all of this comes down to mindset. Right. Exactly. Mindset and your support system and not to get like real philosophical or like like touchy feely with it. But, you know, we would be we wouldn't have achieved like the things we've achieved and like even the success with the local team. Exactly. If anyone had held us back like emotionally or like in our lives, our local team wouldn't have gone from a team of like not even 10 players to a, um, an organization of six teams total and like yeah. 60 70 players total yeah it's crazy to see how so, spar- how far the sports come that's and, insane like we both started from li- literally the ground level yeah i like, mean having to go, sticks, having to go up to play with the eerie otters exactly I every remember, like other weekend yeah. or whatever and, and we were you know five six seven years old and, like my mom was my mom grown was, men. yeah my mom was like the first official like executive director of the local mighty penguins team shout out angie mccoy exactly um and again, like a lot of people hear me say, like, "Oh, my dad's in the program." My my mom was the first executive director of the um, program as it is now, and like, of course, he made it to the Paralympics. Like, no, that doesn't automatically like absolutely like not. count that you in for a gold medal. It. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, my parents absolutely helped me out. And, like, oh, for I will be sure. Forever in debt to them, but I still had to put in the work, right? Yeah, you were the one that had to go and put in the work every day. Actually, if you could elaborate on that a little bit, yeah, I'm not sure that a lot of people know exactly how much effort a Paralympian has to put in. It's a full-time job. It was back then, 10 years ago, and it's even more so now because, like, they get sponsorships and all that kind of stuff, which, like, I have my own opinions on that kind of stuff. But um, it's a full-time job. So I didn't start working out in the gym at all until I was 14. Okay. Um, And it was um, actually – I remember the exact day I I figured out, okay, I'm probably going to make this under-20 national, like, the development team. Um, as they call it now, mm-hmm. uh, I was talking with my parents on the porch and it was, I think it was like a summer or spring day or something. Um, and we were talking about, okay, what's like the one thing that separates folks on like local teams, uh, from folks, uh, that are on like these, uh, development teams, national teams and things. And it was exercise, right? It was getting, exactly. getting into the gym just as any other sport. Again, sled hockey adaptive sports are just like any other sport. Right. We just do it a little differently. We use a little smaller muscles. 
but you know, in some respects, it's it's more difficult, right? I I think so. I mean, over the years, we've had a lot of able-bodied people, yeah, come out and and try the sport, and mm-hmm. especially like like we do fundraiser games every year, and we have typically there it, it's going to be like a stand-up team or doctors from UPMC yep. or physical therapists, or physical therapists. Yeah. and, and you know, they all can use their legs and don't really use their upper, upper, upper body. Excuse yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize uh, how much core strength it takes. Exactly. Too. Yeah. So, and I mean, by like we, we, I'm all fat now without play anymore. I'm, I still play <laughs> and I am fat. So I, I got to take it um, down. Great. Thanks for that. Just, um, just, hey, disabled. It True. It's, it's, I mean, well, it doesn't happen for just disabled people, but it's a little different. Yeah, well, you know, you don't listen in there. Anyways, the <laughs> back on track here. Um, yeah. So uh, the, the getting into the gym, I literally just started in the gym to mm-hmm. get stronger in sled hockey. Yeah. Right. That was the main thing. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so from 14 to 16, I was in the gym three days a week and on the ice um, at least once a week um, mm-hmm. for like our practices. But right. Kind of starting at 14 years old, I was trying to get as much ice time as possible. Again, shout out to my mom yep. um, for finding the ice, and shout out to my dad for taking time off of work and you know being able to you know Running around, around all possible. Or, or leaving work early and coming to practices just one on one with me and working um, down in the, like either Harmerville, Lower Borough, um, where we practice now, right. or you know like out in uh, Cranberry, whatever. Um, we would just find random ice times, and I would obviously you know my parents, you know they were. There still are incredible parents. Like they would tell me I had to get my homework done or I couldn't skate. So right. that developed the the mindset of like academics as mm-hmm. well as, you know, I was never like an incredible student. I made like honor roll in National Honor Society and whatever, but um, I was never like a super intellectual kid. It was more the physical stuff that I was into, right. which is hilarious to even like talk about because we're disabled, right? <laughs> we're crippled. A so, little bit. you know, like saying that I would rather use my body than use my brain. Is just like it makes people laugh sometimes, or like look at me like I'm crazy, but that's the truth. Um, so, pretty much like growing up from 14 to to 20 years old, sled hockey and getting this gold medal was the main thing. Absolutely, and I'm sure yeah. it could like show on the ice, right? Oh yeah. Um, but kind of going off of like it's a full time job. I didn't go to one homecoming or one prom at all during high school. Right. Not because like I couldn't go. Like I probably wasn't gonna get a Just date or anything, not but to because bro, you would have s- got some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Catholic, you know. You would waiting until marriage. I pray my rosary guys. and I wait till marriage. Um, but my senior prom, I had tickets. Um, I had a ticket to go with one of my friends that I actually was able to take to Sochi, Caleb. Oh yeah. Caleb. Um, so I I got a ticket because he wanted me to go and I was like right. all right I yeah, don't have an just, excuse okay, of not to go. I didn't want to go because I don't dance. Yeah, I play. Yeah. I can play the drums. So I make the beats that people dance to. I don't dance to them. Um, but that night I was getting ready and I was trying to figure out what I was going to wear because I didn't have a tux or anything or whatever. Right. I was just going to wear some suit, like some whatever, hand-me-down kind of thing. And I was all pissed off. I didn't want to go. And my dad comes in and says, hey, what are you doing tonight? Um, I'm saying, I was like begrudgingly saying like, oh, I got to go to prom and whatever because, you know, you know, I told my friends I would go. And he's like, do you want to go to a Penguins game? I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I skipped, um... I would... I skipped my um, homecoming and, like, any chance for, like, prom, my senior prom, probably junior prom if I could have gone, uh, but my senior prom and homecomings to just watch an NHL Penguins game, right, to just go to go to the arena. And we were talking earlier, like, mm-hmm. um, just trying to learn everything you can about the game. Exactly. And, yes, like, we use our arms to, to push through um, on the ice and, like, have to use our arms to skate and stick handle and shoot. But hockey's hockey, right? The, the positioning's all the same. Game still yeah. played the same. Exactly. So There's anytime like we're watching, we just can't skate backwards. Exactly. That's I'd, say, I'd say that's your biggest yeah. like yeah. thing is like the transition defense. I'd say yes. that's your biggest. Yeah. Thing. So we exactly. have to time it a little more, and like my dad calls it equalizing your speed. So you have to like skate mm-hmm. up toward the person on from the outside, force them to the outside, then like a curl back around and um, you know make contact from there. But I would be going to as many games as possible, not for, like, the enjoyment of seeing my hometown team win, which, you know, obviously was great. Got to go to um, some, uh, you know, like, outdoor, you know, like the big screen things, like, during the Stanley Cup runs. Right, yeah. But it was really just to learn the game, right? And I didn't want to be anywhere else. Exactly. Right? So um, once I made the national team at 16, 16 to 20, I was getting multiple lifetimes a week, like, by myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, You know, around my area, like, maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes away from me. 
Um, and I would just be skating by myself like four or five days a week before or after school, whatever. Right. Um, and I actually graduated high school early to go to Norway to for, for my world first world championships. Yeah. So yeah, it was a full-time job then. And um, I get talking about muscle memory. That's really what built up the thing that I can take some time off of training now and come back and yeah and, and we can actually properly recover exactly jumping in. but but that's kind of the nice part what you're saying like i mean being a student is also a full-time job yeah what's nice for you now that you're going you know 27 28 going on 30 here you know, and i mean you don't really have a full-time job um well this no, could be your full-time is, job yeah, this, this is, is this is, is about it i mean be you get, that, that is your full-time so job these, you don't have to worry about yeah, prom these, or these next couple of years is pretty much going to be strictly dedicated to trying to get onto the mm-hmm. milan team yeah and so, honestly whatever happens because there's a lot of stuff out of if control I, you know yeah, oh, yeah. yeah if i don't make it You'll i, still I be just want to be able to put nah, but my you know what? hardest and best exactly yep. opportunity you want to you want to look back on it chance. you want to look back on it and realize you left everything out there exactly. and we're going to yeah, give you so. the strongest support system exactly, that yeah. we actually oh, exactly. can oh, i'm so, so down to get like extra ice time oh, i've been yeah. actually like missing playing at yeah. that or like training at that high level so, so i'm any, so down yeah, to do that we need to start yeah. getting more so if there's any ice people out there that can get us in touch with some good ice around the pittsburgh westmoreland area uh let us know, yeah, man. Let us know. Yeah, we'd, be, we'd, we'd love to try and uh, shout you out. And, uh, we're, and we're very, we, we we'll skate very well with able-bodied players yeah. as well. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening and you own a rink and you're like, well, I have my stick times, but, I, you know. We've I, got I those. Wanna, yeah, exactly. We've got those plenty Center, of so, I think, still has the stick ice times. still has yeah. theirs, yeah. I, remember I when we went there. with, remember we went and just lit up some of those able-bodied mm-hmm. goalies? Yeah. Those goalies. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was there. The first time we would go right to left on them. Exactly. They were not expecting that at all. Yeah, it was that. That's yeah, actually I had no idea. That that's actually so fun to shoot on able body. Oh yeah, because so much more difficult because they take up way more than that. So much more. But it it, it helps train actually it really a does, lot yeah. a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so definitely I'm, help them out. I mean, hey, this is this is the best. This is the best thing we can do right here. We're gonna start this off, and uh, you know, we're gonna try and get all this whole city. Whole, all of Greensburg, or absolutely, maybe even the whole county behind you, man. I think mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna try and battle. We're, and, and, uh, and honestly, that boys, kind of the teams, the teams that kind of sure like, like Josh did for yeah, me, exactly. Like Josh did for me, I'm happy oh, to do yeah, whatever, exactly, yeah, whatever to help I you. I mean, out. at this sh- shit, at this you're point. not gonna take a shot, Dan. You don't want to go back on. You don't want to go to Milan. I'm good. Okay, but like, but like we were saying earlier, Dan just wants to get involved. <laughs> I just honestly, so like back back when I was around, right, um, in the national program, it was not to put it lightly, it was not the same as it is now. So like, we were literally strictly business. Um, right. It was all about the hockey, and we were trained on how to answer interviews um, leading up to the games and like in like world championships and stuff. And we were literally taught at one point during Sochi. This was um, back during when Putin was still going crazy back then. You know, he, he started pretty young. He wasn't as crazy back then. But wasn't as crazy, but you know, there still were, pretty crazy. There, there were some hints. A little bit. He was invading Crimea, exactly. right? So there were there were Russian gunships pointing their cannons toward their own people. Um, on the Black Sea, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we would get questions of like, what do you think of the um, Crimea, whatever, from a Russian reporter. And I that was the only interview I ever got. I was so <laughs> upset. I was so pumped to get like interviews and talk about hockey and everything. And while we were eating in the dining hall, a uh, reporter and a camera came up to me and they were like, God. I was eating pasta and sushi. Oh. And I had like some pasta in my mouth and I turn around and he's like, so what do you, th-? in his like r- broken Russian accent. So what do you think of the Crimea um uh, whatever incident, whatever he called it. Oh, and that was man. Like, the only answer that I was allowed to give. The only answer I wanted to give really was I'm just here to play hockey. I have no idea what's going on there. Um, that is the correct I mean, answer. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. And honestly, like you say anything else, you're fucked. <laughs> and, and I didn't know anything about it. So like, it's not like I could say anything. Else, right. Right. So, and I was 20 years old. So like, but yeah, we're not um, shit. No, but I mean, nowadays it kind of sucks that like you have to stand for certain things, even if you don't want to. And like, right. Like you have to like support certain things even when you don't believe in them and mm-hmm. and um you know okay you can you can talk about like yeah. um, able or like people with disabilities and like adaptive athletes and Paralympians should be paid the same as uh, Olympians. Mm-hmm. I was never in it for that personally. Like it was no. never about that. It was just about getting that gold medal. Exactly. And teach their own. If you want to do that, that's totally I fine. I mean, listen, money's not. I'm not going to say it's a bonus. no to money. Exactly, it's a bonus. But. But growing up, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get to, go, you know, go win a gold medal. And I, I, I'm i not going to ask you how much, but $5,000, $10,000, yeah, you know, yeah. it, it, 
It's, no, it was I'm never in about it the money. For the gold yeah. medal. Exactly. That's the, the only thing I care about. Yeah. And the experiences and are going to help you help more people along the way, too. I mean, it, just the experiences that we've had playing club hockey, yeah. club sled hockey, mm-hmm. compared to the ones that we've had on the national team. I mean, I remember being one time uh, with a team and we were in Fort Wayne, Indiana, mm-hmm. the mall, the entire team. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Mike Kemka, rest in peace, <laughs> the quietest guy on the team. Yep. He, uh, he, Comes up to me and goes, "Hey, let me pull up on like pull up on your shoulder real quick." So okay, so he pulls himself up, so he's on like one wheel, mm-hmm. pulls his the uh, the thread of his axle of his chair out, so it's barely on, and he's pushing and he's pushing, and all of a sudden his wheel falls off, and it goes into the store, and we're like pretty much right beside a food court. Mm-hmm. A couple and, old and, ladies. Oh yeah, I, I remember there was this one bigger lady. She was on an oxygen tank, and I just remember her face being wide open. Like, yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe this just yeah. happened. We're all sitting there dying, laughing, dying. and then my dad, who's six foot six, comes not running, but comes walking. Jay Gray, Jason Gray. <laughs> he comes walking in. And he goes, "What the fuck did you guys do?" And we're all trying. We're all laughing, but we're like, Mike did it himself. Yeah. No one would would have expected Mike at you the time. Can't, yeah. I, the quietest exactly guy, it. like it was, it was no, no, he didn't. He wouldn't do that to exactly, himself. Yeah. And meanwhile, and at his funeral, his brother was even saying he used to do that say, all the yeah, time. We talked to his brother at his funeral, and he was like, "Yeah, no, he did that shit all the time." Yeah. Like, oh, that's awesome. Like, oh, it was that, that was so funny just to I see him, him personally, like get out of his shell. Exactly. That, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, I miss that dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, uh, I do want a couple, a couple things here before we uh, yeah. get ready to go. Here, just mm-hmm. uh, I did want to shout out Jordan Hauser again. Thanks again for. Uh, Letting Ooh. us use the local 724 studios to yep. get this thing started off. Thanks, I did, really appreciate it. And yeah, uh, be sure just to go getting, check that out. Yeah, please check it out. It's been around longer than we have. And uh, if you haven't already, it's, it's uh, entertaining, entertaining content. And yeah. uh, just got a couple more things here. Um, I think uh, Kyle Dubas should hire us. Why not all three of us? We could be an assistant GMs for him and Jason's, or for Jason's. Back. I don't even, I could be a scout or something. If oh, I can, we're just talking about like in general? If oh, I can yeah. teach them to go right to left under the sled, you know, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> well, we're hockey guys, right? Yeah. I'm, if I can teach I'm them to go right to left under the champion. sled. So like, I love stats yeah. and he lo- he's a stats guy. I don't like numbers. Yeah, so all y'all. Uh, that's me. Like, that'll yeah. be the stats I'll guy. I'll work off ice with the, with yeah. the guys. Yeah. 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 yeah well, and I was, I got certified as a I'll coach I'll teach them how to move their feet. And uh, there you and, go. And Harrison Burgess, I I was I was his, I coached him up. Yeah, exactly. I, so got him d- under the development. development team. Got him Kelsey. under the development team. Kelsey DeClaudio credits me along with Josh Ward. Yep. Well, mostly Josh Ward, but me for also you know not you know hanging up and you provided the verbal support. Oh yeah, oh, I, I brought oh, the yeah. I brought Some the verbal older brother support that all of you crippled folks needed to exactly. help accelerate your games to the next level. Exactly. Um but, shout out to Kelsey today. Mm-hmm. She's the by far the oh, best player in our sport. Far and away. The, the best woman in our sport. Yeah, best female player to like to ever play the game. No oh, no contest. Even, yeah, we like how we were talking about mm-hmm. Declan. She's I mean she's, she's the female Declan. far and away. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. Yeah. So then, um, also, one an old friend of mine once said Nikita Filatov was gonna be a really Whoa. good NHL player. Yeah, and I told him that he was wrong. I was right. I don't so know. I don't know what that is, but yeah, yeah, he's a bust. Okay. So, but so then we got we got just because he said yeah some guy because who I say that eighteen years ago. I got yeah I'm what do you, smart. Okay, so he what thinks he should what do you like guys think of when uh, we got like sixty years experience? Kyle Dubas, hire us. What do you guys think of Jokinen back when he played? <laughs> kind of left field question. You see, I know why you brought him up. You see, Jokinen or yes. Ollie Jokinen? You see, you see, solid. Dan, I was Dan loved him because loved of the breakaway Jokinen. attempts and the shootout. I was were always pissed the same. when they got rid of him. <laughs> I still miss the guy. He was so Just good in shootouts. Unreal player. You see, Juicy J. Juicy J. Juicy J. Love him. Yeah, so uh yeah, that's our, that's our pretty much our message. Yeah, yeah, 60 years of experience of hockey between us. Well, actually, yeah. now it's got to be like closer to 90 because we're all pushing 30. Yeah, yeah um, I'm gonna be 30 in less than a year. Even oh though God. I haven't played in a few years, but you know, once you're in the game, you'd like like no, it's, it never leaves. It, out. it doesn't yeah. leave. It never leaves. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, like we we've talked about this multiple times, mm-hmm. and, and I I don't know about you, but like during the during the lockdowns and everything, it, it hit me pretty hard. Oh my God! Like yeah, we I don't know. Skate. I, think, I can't imagine not playing. Yeah, and it's gonna be tough if like I ever got to hang up the pads. Uh, so I've I've I, I, I also hundreds. think Kyle Dubas could be like pretty good. I think he could be good friends. 
Right. Just saying, I think we could hang hey. out. We could be boys. He's not too much older than us. You know, he's, yeah, like a, he's 36, 37, 37, 36, 36. Yeah. If I can get them to go right to left under the sled while they're standing up skating, um, that, that's a win. Yeah. So this is my picture for the Penguins now. On the, this is Kyle Dubas so, with the uh, thumb finger. 14 years ago today, the Penguins on. had 400,000 people piling into the parking garages and streets oh, of yeah. Pittsburgh because it was Stanley Cup celebration. Is there parades? We need a parade again. We need a parade again. So with yeah. Kyle Dubas on board, and <laughs> thank you, Kyle if, he, Dubas. if he hires us, we'll too, take whatever job. Um, I think a Stanley Cup is back on the menu as far as that goes. And as Penguins fans, I'd like I, Ron Hextall. I know I was livid. I was oh, booing the, the shit beginning. out of him. That was uh, front and center, like I, fronting I, the mo- lower bowls. I think I actually Nevin's like he texted me during the Oilers game I was at. He's like, "Did you start the fire Hextall chant?" I said, yep, I, I might have had something to do with that, yes. I, uh, I, <laughs> and the, the people listen to me. From the beginning, I truly believe he, he came in. He wasn't brought in on purpose to destroy it from within, but he came in with the intention to destroy it from within. The Flyers wanted a, a what am I, a plant. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. To destroy the penguins. Hey! Timmy Jones, I blame you. Timmy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but, but yeah, he, he, he was. De- I, think, I feel like he was uh, a sleeper agent there. You think yeah. another cup's back I, I on the menu if they buy out Grandland? I think we gotta get. Uh, They've got a few moves. They got, to we make. got a lot of moves yeah. to make. Yeah, we got. We got. We got some things to do. Yeah, next we, three we, years, I think we got a couple of buyouts we got to make. Mm-hmm. Would Would you expect a cup in the next three years? Um, is the ultimate question. I would say to me, I'm kind of a pessimist with a lot of stuff. Um, I think yeah. we're in a rebuild phase for the next at least like five. Yeah, or kind of like our fun. Yeah, like, yeah, we so get to watch our old guys like the, hang around. Exactly, and, yeah, I just kind of we, like. I think we still might make the playoffs the next couple of years. I'm not I saying think, we'll go I deep. Think, I don't think we'll go deep. Yeah, I think we, I think we got at least one more run in us. I think we might. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be current, next year with the current program with this with current Sid squad. Gino yeah, with Sid Gino Latang core. I think we got one more solid run. I don't think it's going to be next year. Because there's just so much just of so this much roster shit. construction that's just yeah. going to need to be redone between the Grandland buyout and Jeff Carter. Jeff Carter just needing to get the hell out of here. What are, we, what are we thinking in net? What are we thinking about Tristan Jari and the, the, him and the duo of him and Casey? I don't Smith? mean to be like, you know, disparaging them or anything, but I genuinely haven't felt like the Penguins have had a starting goalie, even though they're like technically starting. But I, we haven't had a starting goalie presence. It hasn't felt like it since Flurry. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I thought him, Matt Murray in 16 and 17 had those vibes. Yeah, he, but he felt like did. it, he but then had, it's not the case. He always had Flurry to lean back on. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I think he kind of knew that. I mean, he had some personal stuff going on. Like, oh, yeah. He, was, he, was yeah, the, he got cancer. Right yeah, there, right? and that yeah. was the glue guy in the locker room. Yeah. I don't think Matt yeah. Murray was ever meant to be the guy, no. and I don't know if Tristan's ever, well, also capable of being the guy yeah. either. What happened to DeSmith? I really, I don't He's focus the backup now. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think he's at best a backup. I think he's a best of good third stringer like Louis Domingue. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. He's an AHL, an AHL goal. Like, honestly, I, solid. I don't focus solid. on Very any solid. Of, I don't focus on any of the back end stuff like you guys do. I just kind of like I barely watch like what's going on in games at this point. Yeah. Um just you just to watch it to have fun. Yeah, exactly. At this point, yeah, like, just watching it to study it. I exactly, mean, like yeah. he's watching to study. I don't, I don't you're even, watching it like I watch pirate games, and it's like, all right, I'm gonna fall asleep here well, by the time we hit the second I intermission. A pirate game is happening, or like a Steeler game. I forget those kind of games are happening. Oh yeah, when I'm there too. Oh yeah, dude. I, oh yeah. I, yeah. I, I I love football, right? And you knew I love football. I went to a Steelers game, and I was bored out of my mind. I'm I like, got, I want to go home and watch Red Zone. Dude, I don't even enjoy this. Did I tell you about my one and only Steelers game that I remember? Partially. Okay, so, um, Caleb, my friend. Yes. One of my best friends. Um, he uh, he said his parents got some sort of um, real nice seats, like along the 50, um, maybe like five, six rows up. I don't like football at all. I think it's very boring. Mm-hmm. Same with mm-hmm. baseball. I Like, coming from hockey, it's tough to watch. Right. That kind act, of Just constant thing. action. Like, it's hockey. tough to pay attention to. Yeah, exactly. Um, so and I, so I just never got into hockey, right? Or wow, football. I could, never got into football. Like NFL baseball. football, exactly. Yeah, uh, college is a different story. That that can be fun sometimes to yeah. watch, especially like in the big games. But I've been getting more into football. There you go. Um, Watched Ted Lasso yet? But, <laughs> no. Um, but um, anyway. Caleb, my one of my friends, uh, said that hey, my parents have a you know some pretty nice seats at a Steeler game. Do you want to go? And I was like, dang it, I don't like football, but sure, why not? We'll hang out. He ended up. I ended up getting so belligerent <laughs> i had a few adult beverages 
maybe half of a bottle of adult beverage. That sounds about right. Well, that's kind of the way to do it, though. And I don't, I, I don't remember. Um, I tried to go. I don't remember uh, halftime, and I don't remember the second half of the game. All I remember is being slumped over and getting uh, really bad sunburn on my neck. Ooh. Yeah, I tried to even go watch the Chiefs, like with with Patty Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Okay. And I, well, I stayed more on the sober side of things Mm because I drove my grandparents down there. Yeah. And, uh, I, w- I found myself bored and I was like just sunburned and I was just like I want to go home yeah. because the the Kansas City was just kind of kicking their it's just ass. It's so and hard to to pay attention. Like, yeah. Well, that's why yeah. NFL red zone is great because it's just constant football, yeah. football, 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 yeah. football. And that's football, why like football. even even anymore with hockey, I just watch the highlights. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. Football, football, yeah. football. Yeah. I, I don't have time to like watch a full game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, well, uh, hey, we've been in here for about an hour now, so. I think we got some good content in here, boys. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, this no, be pretty fun. Uh, yeah, yeah I, this is a fun time. I'm looking forward to doing the I'm next. Pumped you guys are starting this. this yeah, this is pretty dope. Be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we're, we're gonna get some structure and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it's hey, been fun. You know, yeah. like I said, whatever happens with um, this episode, you know, it's just. I think this has been great, though. Yeah. I don't. I, do. I don't. I don't have an outro for us. No, but I mean, the biggest thing I think, like for you guys, is just provide value that like isn't already out there, right? Yeah. Exactly. So. Bye. That's the best I got. Hey, I like it. Dude, this Thank y'all dope. for listening. I like this song. Yeah, thanks for listening, Party and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, go Pens.